I wanted to start today by uh, revisiting a few things um, that I've said in the past. Um, and I just want to... Said on a podcast? Or, say, yeah, definitely yeah. said on a podcast. And there are a few things where I've kind of changed my mind a little bit. Um, so more information... Changing your mind or evolving your opinion? Both. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not afraid to say I've, I've changed my mind yeah, yeah, um, sure. about things. But it's it's that's how you that's how your model works, isn't it? You get new information totally. in, or, or, or more information, and you constantly reassess things. Oh yeah. So there there are a few things, and, I, and there's there's a couple of things that you and I've talked about offline um, that we can we can talk about as well that, that I fit keep, under, that I, under I, this umbrella. Yeah, that I either keep forgetting to say or that there aren't the opportunity to say. Yes. So that's fine. If you've got a whole theme of that, that's yeah. great. So the first one is something that I said uh, two or three podcasts ago. And okay, not I think, long. No, not long ago. And you you kind of agreed. Um, uh, but it's this one just kind of needs clarifying. Okay. So I remember laughing a couple of podcasts ago about people who didn't realize that the Bible wasn't a political document. And after reading a bit of your book, doing the podcast with you, um, I kind of want to clarify. So the original, the proper Bible, the properly translated Bible, I don't think is a political document. I don't even think it's a religious document. Oh, it's definitely not a religious document. It's the it's the translations that yes. are the that add religion and politics. Yes. Um, I I still right. I I'm sure there's still. An element of politics in the New Testament, probably. Uh, I think it gets worse the further through time. Yeah. Um, but I think you've got to assume that even if these those that were in charge in biblical times wanted this written down and wanted it written down a particular way, and so you can argue that that's that's political in a in a sense. I mean. It's not, None of this is party political. <laughs> yeah, in the way that kind of almost everything is. But yes. Any, any any historical record is, you could argue, I guess. History is written by the victors yeah. and all that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I'm i not professing to understand what the politics of it w- would be, other than I, I kind of feel like a lot of it is, you better remember that we were here. Yeah. And, that, and that's just the overarching, you, you, you know, this is... This is an important part of, of Earth's history, uh, of, of, hum, of human history. And so this needs to be written down, it needs to be passed down. And it's, and it's humans, as you said, mm. that have later on turned it into something that it's not. Mm. Um, but it's certainly not a religious document. Mm. Uh, actually, you've just reminded me, I think it's a Norm MacDonald gag where he's talking about reading history. So yeah, I've been... I've been uh, reading up on the history and it it turns out that the good guys always won imagine that <laughs> yeah it's that's an interesting one Genius. yeah um yeah uh so yeah so there are a couple um uh, i was gonna say we could keep talking about the bible if you'd like or i've, I've got a, i've got a few more things we can always come back we can always come back to it yeah um you, but you started reading that book now because i've yes i'm back in i'm halfway through uh, the Naked Bible, right? And I lent you God's Bible. God's Bible, yeah. So, how much of it have you read? I've only read the first kind of few chapters. Okay, fine. Um, but fine. I, yeah, I will try and I'll try and read it in the next week. Um, yeah, so and we'll then talk we, can, about it we can have a have a talk about it. <clears throat> um, another thing that I've um, I've changed my mind about um, is kind of Britain, um, and I'm I've kind of I've talked to you offline about this, but I'm kind of at the point where Britain's done now. 
Um, and, you know, b- before there was always... Or you're done with Britain. Oh, I'm fine with that, yeah. Um, I, <laughs> uh, the, before there was always this, oh, yeah, it's, you know, it's where I was born and family and friends and all that kind of stuff. But the, the way it is at the moment with, like, the tax burdens and just their, you know, the, 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 there's, there's, there's only one, effectively only one political party, and it's awful. Um, and I can't, in the short term, certainly, I can't really see it getting much better. So if, I, if, if there was somewhere else, I can't, I can't think of anywhere, but if there was some yeah. other European country where I could get a gig, I'd be quite happy to move, and people can visit me, and I'd visit them back. Um, mm. But, you know, I, I, I wouldn't, I don't feel the, 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 the pull of, of being kept in Britain yes. that I perhaps have done, you know, for the first half of my life. I, I, I think in the last... Um, Three and a half years, mm. uh, I have oscillated a bit on that on that point. Um, I have felt really quite uh, hostile to um, to my country. Don't mm. like saying that. Um, I have achieved a certain level of acceptance now, uh, but and that's based on just disassociating oneself from as much of it as is humanly possible short of living in a cave and this mm. is this is the problem obviously is that you interact with uh, a, a facet of the state uh, at every turn um, but trying not to burden oneself too much with that while also obviously attempting to live your best life mm. is is difficult um i i like like you if if it's the if if there was a place but you see i just it's not a, i don't think it's a black pill statement but if such a place were to exist i'm not entirely sure it wouldn't get shut down fairly fairly quickly anyway uh, yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure about that i think i mean i know you you've given examples before yeah. of areas that were more free your hong kongs and and, and singapores and places yeah. and they're kind of ignored yeah um i mean Liberland's just opened its borders isn't it like officially Has it kind of actually like, finally have they actually got well i know there's a pub there <laughs> is there really <laughs> there, there's there, a pub opened up within the first week it's only been like like a fortnight or something like that oh i um, see because yeah last time i looked into it was Two years ago, yeah, you could you could visit, but I think they are probably starting to to, to right. kind of get people there. Um, perhaps we need to get in there early. <laughs> early adopters, yeah. Well, it's 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 government by, um, I only said Bitcoin, but it's government by blockchain. Yeah, but it, I, I think it'll be better than here. Um, and my my issue, you talk about trying to avoid Most places are. I I do I do my own tax, and that's one of the that's one of the things. Yeah. So. And I mentioned before that I worked out that my uh, the majority of my income is is taxed at fifty two percent. Yes, but some things are even worse. So, like the rental properties I have, um, you can no if you have a rental property, you can no longer claim mortgage interest as an expense. You can claim twenty percent of that. So, you know, landlords are just giving up. Something like the, 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 yeah. the, the, the there was something like thirty six thousand houses were sold by landlords last year or, or within the last within the last year. And haven't been replaced because you just can't make money anymore. Mm. You know, I, I struggled. I'm, I managed to find a mortgage um, for one of my properties, and 
the kind of loan to value it's like it's I only I only want 30% of the value of the house you know the rest is is in equity so it's a nice, it's a really safe bet mm. but then you need to have a certain amount of money because you're you know you're, you're it's like being imagine if you're running a company and you're taxed on revenue and not profit mm. that's that's what it's like yes which is crazy which is then they wonder why rents are increasing so much and landlords are giving up and yeah so and I have to I have to deal with this on top of like paying all my paying all my tax, um, you know, for fifty two percent for most of the year. So it's you know it's kind of like I can't just not look at my my pay slips. Um, no, you know, I have to see the money going. And 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 what's the money going to? It's going to you know to Ukraine, um, where people are getting conscripted on both sides and killing each other for nothing do, do, do you think I know that you'll have no particular evidence one way or the other uh, that's the best kind of question yeah um, that in, in any way situations like this where there billions of pounds are being sent overseas um, does it does it even matter where? But the fact that it's it's while people are struggling, uh, you know, at home, that it opens people up to the idea that they have no say in where their money goes. Even if they, even if they, and obviously the vast vast majority of people are sold on the notion of tax. Um, they'll they'll whinge about it, but they'll they'll hold in their head, um, you know, the, the 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 stupid phrase that it's the you know it's the the only way of having a civilized the price society. you pay for a civilized yeah, society. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. We need to come up with a list of these phrases that are that are designed. Well, that's, it's the complete opposite. Yes, it's like I, taking money by force is the opposite of yes. being civilized. But it's it's one of those phrases that's just designed to just appease, isn't mm. it? And to make for go, oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's but it it doesn't obviously take much to unpick, um, but they become. Law, they become accepted phrases, don't they? Well, yeah, I remember being taught that if we didn't have like tax and government, it would be like the Wild West. Mm. But then when you look into it, the Wild West wasn't actually, you know, comparatively, it wasn't that violent. No, no, you know, it, you know, in, in the scheme of things, um, I mean, it was a different time. Mm. It's, I, you know, to the, the idea that, that it's going to be like 100, 150 years ago um, is, is nonsense. Because it's completely incomparable in terms of the level of technology, and um, and yeah, the level of sanitation, and the level of wealth. Um, so yeah, that's that's just nonsense. But mm. what, what Wild West is one of them. <laughs> um, uh, uncivilized is the other mm. uh, is the other way. Obviously, who will pay for the roads? It's, 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 there's there's lots of them. Yeah, Mad Max. It'll be like Mad Max. Yeah. All, that, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, bring on Mad Max. Yeah, <laughs> or Somalia. Somalia yeah. is mentioned all the time. That's isn't it? another one, isn't it? Yeah. If you love anarchy so much, why don't you move to Somalia? Yeah. Bizarre. To Bizarre. the point where there's that meme, isn't there, where there's like the, the old man on the keyboard and he's like his wife's overlooking like the shoulder and he's like, I'm telling him to move to Somalia, dear. Because it's just like a thing. It's right. like you, know, you get to a certain point. It's almost like is it Godwin's law where, you know Everything the, ends up with Hitler. Yeah. It's you know, if you talk about Anarchy versus statism long enough. Right. You'll get told to move to Somalia. Right. <laughs> there's, there's, there's why don't you move to Somalia? There's who will build the roads. Yeah. There's, the, like you say, the price we pay for a civilized society. It's like you, you could have like a bingo card, couldn't you? Yes. With all these things. Well, it's like um, a flowchart, 
isn't it? Because you, well, that you one didn't pretty work, much... so I need to go to. Yeah, <laughs> I need to escalate it. But that, yeah. yes, exactly. But that um, that's true of so many topics these days. Mm. Yeah, um, you had you had something on vaccines. Did oh, you our one of our favourite ever topics. Because that that will lead nicely onto something else. One, but... one day I will get AI to analyse our podcasts and do like some kind of sound cloud or something. And we'll see whether the biggest word on there is vaccine or COVID. Because <laughs> yeah. there's been an awful lot of the last, well, of our entire run, unfortunately, um, has been about that. Well, okay, so m- the majority of our podcasts now are probably, are probably post-COVID, aren't they? It depends how you define COVID, I suppose. You know, uh, or post, but- post, post, you know, COVID madness, post-lockdown. Yeah, I mean, last year was still a very odd year. And so I still, 2023 is only halfway through. And I feel like I need to get all of this year under my belt before even contemplating that it's over. (laughs) Because it wasn't over last year. The beginning of last year was still the, you know, Austria were going to have fines and, and everything and... The, the trucker convoy was last year, so it's still very fresh for me. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to—I don't want to black pill you, but it's—it's—they've got too much useful information. It's never going to be over, over. No, no, no. I get that. Um, I get that. It'll always be—it'll always be bubbling up in the back. Oh, what? Are, you know, the uh, you've heard about the malaria? No. So apparently, Bill Gates has been experimenting or funding some experiments with mosquitoes. Uh, with mosquitoes. That's in been like certain that's areas. years ago. I oh, know, but the, the, he's done this old done, news. He's done That's more. Old news. He's done more recently, and right. mysteriously, in those areas, there have been outbreaks of malaria. Right, and they've been talking about, oh, we've got these all, all fantastic new malaria vaccines for you all. Right, it's just oh, as in he's spreading malaria so that he can push his push malaria vaccine. vaccine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's aside <laughs> from the you know the live so so called live polio vaccines, um, which give you polio. Yeah. Um, so this is like you say, it has so you been, can't eliminate it. It's it's been bubbling up for a while, but yeah, it's yeah. Oh, the, we got this new, new the, vaccine. The, the, the polio thing, and that's you know, I, I'll, I'll come on to what I think about vaccines in a moment. But regardless of of, of what you think is in the this, the, the polio vaccines that they give to uh, to Africa, it's like the the tests, the PCR test. Yeah, if it's if it always gives one percent false positives then you'll always have a minimum of 1% of people that you test have got COVID. Uh, and and conveniently, you only need 1% to do all these, exactly, all these lockdown exactly, measures. Exactly. Um, and and it's the, the, the polio thing is the same. It's like you can't possibly eliminate it because you're always giving a certain percentage of people these symptoms, regardless of what it is that you're actually putting in there. Which brings me on to... I mean, how convenient is that for a vaccine manufacturer? It's funny, that, isn't it? Um, the definition of vaccines. We were there. Are we talking about the vaccines or the so-called vaccines? Well, Nick? that's why that's why I'm starting experimental with... gene therapy. I was a, a strong advocate for using that phrase and many others. You were clot a, shots. An early adopter, I think, of yeah. of, of gene therapies. Yeah. Uh, the, no, the, the, the phrase. The phrase. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just clarify that. The phrase. Gene therapies or experimental gene therapy. Experimental gene therapy. Um, more recently, um, the term novel vaccine. 
because that's what they did to the virus. Yeah. They called it a novel coronavirus, a novel virus. It's like, well, actually, two can play at that game. Um, we'll call it a novel vaccine. Because it's just as new. I love MAGA jabs. I think that is absolute genius yeah. because it winds everybody but up. It, it gets at both sides. Yeah. So that's uh, that's James Evan Pilato. Right, that is so clever. MediaMonarchy.com. So clever. Yeah. I love that. He, I, I've, I'm, I forget because you, you know, we don't listen or read the same all the same things, of course. So I've been aware of the term MAGA jabs for about two years because right. he's really good at that. And, uh, and I just dip in occasionally to uh, the New World next week with, with him and James Corbett. And he calls them MAGA jabs. And it's just funny. Um, but I've never said it to you. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, what a, what a great idea. Because it, it's as you said before. It's like, well, the, they were all administered under Biden, but they were invented and pushed under Trump. Yeah, I, I blame I blame Trump for their existence. Yeah, which um, you know because it was yeah, Operation Warp Speed was Warp his speed thing. injections. Even, yeah, even now he will. Yeah, he, you know he will happily claim. Yeah, um, credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so vaccines, as as everyone knows, uh, I have been doing way. More, I've been doing my own research, reading. How? how yeah, that's what it used to be called. Uh, sometimes listening. Sometimes watching, yeah. uh, but absorbing of information uh, and uh, on vaccines in general uh, and, and trying to understand a lot more about how they work, about what's in them. Uh, and a lot of this has been based on um, going down the, the no virus uh, rabbit hole, um, of which I'm still, I, I'm a, maybe the best definition for me is a virus skeptic. Okay. <laughs> um, because that well that perfectly encapsulates it it's not like i've got specific proof kind of either way but there are unexplained things and there are lots of things on the no virus side that make a lot of sense that yeah okay so the way i'll clarify is that you and i don't have you know specific proof but the guys neither do the other side the the other guys who are saying there are vaccines you don't have any more yeah, there's like none. You've never seen a vaccine under the microscope. You know, it's... I'm as much a vac- uh, vaccine virus skeptic as they are a terrain theory skeptic. Hmm. Maybe. Um, so yeah, it's it's. I am acknowledging what I don't know, um, uh, and that's certainly that there might be something. It's the contagion thing that interests me because it it still feels like there's room for contagion. Does that does that make sense to you? It's like, and I'm not saying that it isn't also possible that environmental factors, you know, toxins, poisons, whatever, aren't uh, aren't to blame for people in the same area at around the same time getting sick. Um, but it's just there's just still a question mark for me over that. Yeah, and I'm still I still think, and I I, I need to do more research on this, but I still think there might be something to parasites. Sure. Um, because that, sure. that would that would explain some contagion. It would also explain mm. why things like ivermectin work very, very well. Yes. Um, so, you know, there, there are a number of things it could be. I just, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what it is. And but What no, they call viruses aren't viruses. No. And don't, and don't behave in the way they've described viruses. And I think that's, if that makes me a, a virus denier, then, then so be it. But that's not throwing all illness out the window, obviously. Um, but anyway, on those journeys... Uh, looked into vaccines more, um, not least of which because the history of vaccines is fairly fascinating. 
Um, and you know, you read you read any book by Matt Ridley, and he's going to talk about how amazing vaccines are and what a genius technology and this is innovation at its best and oh yeah and you, you only have to listen to um uh brett weinstein talk about them yeah and you know it's like it's like the, the best thing that humans have ever invented uh, in, in his words yeah and i see i see how that is a that's a nifty position isn't it to be well, i'm not against all vaccines but i am against this i mean look look at my record on vaccines i i can be trusted with this opinion on these new ones. So I get that that puts you in a political, again, lowercase p, politically good position. Yeah, there's probably a little bit of Elliot's Law in there as well. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, because it's that, uh, I, not, it's, not, it's, not like an, it's not like an expert thing. It's not saying I'm an expert on it, but it's saying I can be trustworthy on it because of my previous record on it. Um, so you wrap yourself in that in order to say something, something bad um, about about the other thing. Um, but the more I've looked into vaccines, uh, the more I am convinced that these new experimental gene therapies absolutely go into the category of vaccine. And the reason for that, I now have no qualms whatsoever calling them vaccines, and that's because pretty much, even if you don't go down, even if you do not subscribe at all to the no virus uh, mantra, there's enough evidence that vaccines are horrifically bad for you that you, you, you don't even need, you don't even need the no virus. You can just say vaccines are bad, vaccines are dangerous, vaccines are unnecessary. You can say all of these things without denying the existence of viruses. Um, and so the fact that there are these injections that you don't need, that make you ill, uh, and supposedly stop you from getting something that you're probably gonna get anyway, well, <laughs> or, or, or that have gone, or isn't, doesn't even exist, it, they're vaccines. I saw, um, I saw, saw Steve Kirsch, and he was talking in some select committee and right. uh, this is recently. This is reasonably recently, a couple of months ago, two, three months ago, maybe. Right. Um, actually, it might have been long, longer because I think I think I saw it on Twitter. So it was a few months ago. Right. Within six months, I would say. And he was talking about uh, you know studies, and he said you you will hear it told that whatever your opinion is on something, you can find a study uh, that's for it and that's <gasps> against it. Apart he says from- this might be the one thing where yeah. I haven't been able to find a study. You know, against against my position, he says, and I've offered tens of thousands of pounds for people to yeah. to just come with me with a study, uh, and it, it just doesn't exist. It doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah. Um. um so, uh, RFK Junior, who is he's he's a you know he's antivirus anti vax kingpin kind of kind of thing. Doesn't describe himself as an anti vaxxer although he no. did. He 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 has written the book, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, he, he's. I think he believes in vaccines posted. in principle, doesn't he? I'm not sure he does. I think I get. Well, I, think, I think. I think this is a, saying that. I think this is a very carefully crafted political uh, political opinion, and I'm not talking about what he said in the last six months because he's running for office, but just in general. I mean, obviously he's a political animal. Obviously, um, he, he's a lawyer for God's sake, you know? and a Kennedy, <laughs> and, 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 and <laughs> if there isn't a more famous political family than that. Um, so he um, he tells the story of uh, so he I mean he's a great example of this he's a great example of he doesn't think viruses don't exist 
um, but he does know that vaccines are bad. Um, and there's there's a phrase uh, that he uses, which is how I think it was the it wasn't Pfizer. It was what Pfizer was before it was called Pfizer. I think um, obviously a different different company name back in the eighties, back when Reagan was president, um, uh, and there was there was this tussle about whether or not um, uh, vaccines should be exempt from uh, you know from suing. Um, given immunity uh, and the phrase that was used by this company or by the industry in general however it was presented um, was that vaccines are unavoidably unsafe unavoidably unsafe but it was it was put in that least worst territory thing mm. it was like you know they of, of course they do damage but look at all the good they do but because of damage we can't possibly be held accountable for it um and from that moment it was reagan who uh exactly yeah um who they're all bad they're, they're all, all bad. exactly they're all bad um who uh assigned that into law or whatever however it works over there uh and ever since uh you know the the climb of chronic disease and you know again you can chart these things and and, and rfk jr is good on not just vaccines, but other substances, other changes of policy that have led to increases in uh, in chronic disease, whether that's flame retardants, glyphosate, vaccines, uh, or other things. You can you can pretty much chart the rise of disease mm. and ill health. Seed oils, and all that exactly. Kind of stuff. And seed oils, exactly. I mean that that's that's a that's a that's a fascinating story just on how. Um, the studies um, on on saturated fat occurred, and then, like the guy's son, after he's died, has found his original data and published it, and that that's pretty much what has led to the explosion of yeah. You, know, you could argue it's turned the corner on veganism since mm. 2016, when that guy came out with all that stuff. Man, before 2016, I doubt you and I would have found an awful lot saying seed oils are bad. Um, uh, without the data to you know really back it up. Yeah, I mean, I had some I had some information um, about not that seed oils were bad, but that saturated fat wasn't bad. Mm. Um, That's becoming a much more yeah uh, more mainstream um, opinion now. Um, and that's been happening, yeah. It's been happening over the last kind of eight years, mm. um, which is fascinating and very, very positive for people's health. Mm. Um, unlike vaccines, but yeah. So, the, so they are vaccines. They're, they are vaccines. They are. They may be using a novel mechanism. They may be doing it in a different way. But in terms of the definition, not of the definition that they give it. They, yeah, my so definition. So, so I guess your definition is something unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> laced with poisons um, that uh, stimulates a horrific reaction in humans to what they're giving you and anything else you come in contact with. I mean, at this the time. is it. This is it. If you happen to be eating a bag of peanuts that's immediately the latest, after having a, that's the latest theory on this. Is you R- know. RFK Junior now believes that his voice was? Um, oh yeah, he always he always did. No, he, he, he didn't. can't prove it. Oh, like is that very recent then? Well, a couple of years. So he was when it, um, he was. Um, I heard him talk only a few weeks ago, and he and he was 
saying he can't you can't prove for sure, but the timing works. Yeah, but he he was because people often asked him, "Have you you know do you know anyone with vaccine vaccine injury?" And he said, "No, no, no I'm yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know anyone." And then someone said, "Well, what what about your voice? Was that?" And he's like. Well, I never really thought about it. This was only a couple of years ago. So right. well, I never really thought about that. And it is on the list of... Looks back, yeah. and then it's like, okay, that was like a couple of months after having a flu jab or something and like it, that. And it's on the list. Yeah, and, 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 he, and he looked up, and, yeah. and, and sure enough, that was one of the side effects. But he, he, you know, when he was writing books and stuff and talking for years, he never put it down as that. Yeah. It was only, only, only a relatively recent thing. I think post-COVID, I think. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah the the. They can be called vaccines because they're that bad. I'm using the term vaccine, and obviously this is lost almost, on most. Almost like a slur. Yes, exactly, and th- this is lost on the vast majority of people. But I'm like, oh yeah, what a vaccine! <laughs> that, is, that is totally a vaccine. Is that? That's, that's almost like a dog whistle, isn't it? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when uh, when you and I describe something as being, oh yeah, of course it's a vaccine. That's not. It's not because. No. Not because it's good. No, it's because it's bad. Mm. Um, it's about how. How you might get that into a, a normal conversation, and how you, someone might understand you. I mean, you could say. I think you have fun with them first. Agreed, but you know, if someone talks about it, then you can say, "Oh, it's just as good as all the other vaccines," and then it's and then, up, up there with all, yeah, the, other, ex- all exactly. the other vaccines. It's probably how I describe it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, if if people genuinely ask me my opinion um, on on vaccines now. It's. Um, I certainly won't. You know, my my children aren't getting um, anything now. I'd rather I'd rather stay in. After just saying that Britain is awful, <laughs> I'd, I would rather stay in Britain than go abroad somewhere where I had to get yes. jabs for something. Yes, that now I think is a is a an absolute dependency for me. Um, I mean, I'd happily forge documents. I thought we were going to have to do that anyway. Mm. That's what I was gearing up for. I'm, I'm, I was gearing up for having fake vaccine passports. Oh, no, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know people for. who've had, um, who've had, you know, went to Canada with a fake vaccine passport. Yeah, uh, it was absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, Can you travel to the US yet? Because uh, they flip flopped on that a bit, I didn't they? Don't know. It was certainly like the last place on earth, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, is. Canada. Canada was um, uh, was you know that you probably had to have your you know, your vaccine card or whatever. So I knew someone who got a fake one and then went over there. How where was did was they... prepared to turn around? If, of course, you know. If, if uh, but but you just had to have a bit of paper. You just had to have an actual card. Found, was it? found someone on Telegram, I think, who produced like a, a right. vaccine card or something that looks like. Yeah, I think I think I think I'm right in saying that she was unvaccinated. Her partner was, did get the jab, so they obviously like compared what they had, and yeah, yeah you couldn't couldn't tell the difference. Right. Um, the the issues obviously with uh, um, is if they check back and look at your medical records. I think that's the, it's anything digital. Yeah, it's 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 the digital ID, which is obviously the the, yeah. you know, the dangerous. Whereas this thing was just looming. like waving it, like waving your passport. Yes. Um, yeah. Which they pick and choose when they want to look at. Of course. Anyway. Don't they? Yeah. Uh, I had, I got I got stamped in and out when we went to Menorca uh, a few nice. weeks ago. Yeah, I've, I don't think I've ever had a passport stamped because they're just like yeah, whatever. Like even going even going to the states back in two thousand and two didn't even get stamped then. I remember 
back in the day when I cared about passports and stuff, asking to be like, oh, yeah, exactly. Come can to another just, country. Can you just can, yeah, you know, exactly. can you just spend half a second of your time? Yeah, um, yeah. There's something. Yeah, ignoring what it represents. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's just something lovely it's a record about of a stamp. Been. But there's something lovely about the the analog nature of the stamp. That, it, that that's not recorded anywhere other than in this physical document in your hands. Mm. It's not like the points you get on your driving license where it's written on a piece of paper, but it's also on some database somewhere. It's like this is just stamp, stamp, and this. Well, it's like a. It's like a library. It's just, it's just fun, isn't it? Mm. Stamping things. I remember when I actually, where I definitely got it stamped. Well, I think technically this is you're not supposed to do this because you're not supposed to put your own stamps or anything down. But only yeah. official ones. But when I went, um, when I went to Berlin, and went to Checkpoint Charlie, oh. it's like I'm going to get all the old stamps on there. So they're like bosh, 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 bosh. Um, oh, so yeah. in the middle of my passport, I had all these kind of like old German <laughs> stamps. So you, um, you probably invalidated yes, your passport. Sure, yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. Interesting, but yeah, that's my that's my thing on vaccines. I'm I'm happy to now call them call them vaccines because uh, they're just as bad. I mean, they're they're pretty bad as vaccines go. Uh, for I, all the reasons see, I, we I, said. I still think as much as I dislike regular vaccines, um, and I do, I, I think as much as you do. Uh, certainly, never getting vaccinated again. Nope. Um, and would advise. Anyone again? And, and this getting is, their kids. And I suppose this is this um, is the I've said to people who've got very young kids or, or you know about to have kids or whatever. Um, I've said my children are certainly getting nothing, and if I and if I was to have a child today, they would get nothing. Not the vitamin K injection they give yeah. you after the first few seconds. Not anything. I would be absolutely classed as an anti-vaxxer, and that's based on everything I've learned. Mm. But I still think and they go all oh, right. I still think these current ones, even even compared to the oh, other oh, they're vaccines, the they're, the are, are the they're the worst. They're the worst by by mile. Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. Again, which, which you, is a, which is it's a it's a depending on which way you're looking at it, it's a high bar. It's a feat, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, again, you just again you do a Steve Kirsch and you look at the the data in VAERS or whatever, and you say the amount in this six month period was the same as the last forty years or, yeah. or whatever. So. At the same time, though, um, it was it was pushed on everyone all at once. So I'm not going to do the, the you know the formula to work out what that difference should be. Um, but yeah, it, I saw I saw someone someone um, shared with me just the one of the old videos because it's from a couple of years ago now. It would in peak peak people falling over, <laughs> and it was uh, it was a, a montage of. of of clips of people on news channels and stuff just kind of going and just falling over in the states, you know, so like CNN and this and that and whatever. Um, I don't know whether it happens as much now. Uh, well, I, I don't think so. But then people aren't getting boosted anymore, are they? I assume not. Um, it's, it's still all about the uh, how much of a ticking time bomb some mm. of this some of this is, um, and and yeah, how long it hangs around in your body doing bad things, or is it just you know, one off. Or one has off it hit. has it done everyone a tiny amount of damage? Yeah. And then so we'll we'll find out the the, the life expectancy. It will not What's, five years off anyone is vaccinated, for example. So while we're talking about it and you mentioned um Brett Weinstein, uh, I listened to a Dark Horse uh the other day where he interviewed or had a conversation with two guys, Paul Merrick and uh, Yes, I listened to that. Umberto, well, about, about three quarters through, I think. Umberto someone, I can't yes. remember his name. Yeah. Um that's interesting. I need you to really have listened to the end before I can okay. talk okay. to you properly about that. Um, 
I suppose what I'll say is Brett Weinstein is is still refining his position mm. even now on these vaccines, um, which is it, which is interesting to watch. Uh, and you know it, he's able to summarize them, summarize the reasons why they're bad in clearer and clearer ways. So that's a it's an intellectually understandable and stimulating thing to do, isn't it? To be able to go, no, I'm going to get so good at this that I'm going to have an answer for everything and I'm going to be able to very clearly um, articulate it. And if you've been listening to the Dark Hole podcast for a while, you can you can just see him getting better yes. and better and better and refining and refining. Exactly. And refining. exactly. To the it, point now where he's... In terms of the, the, the mechanisms involved, the, 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 the components, the language the targets, he uses. Yes. Everything. Yes. Yeah. yeah, all of it. Um, you'll be aware of this from listening to other ones as well, is that... He has his. I don't. He'd correct me if he was here right now if I say theory. <laughs> I don't know whether it's a hypothesis, a Hy- model, hypothesis. I think probably. Yeah. What, whatever, whatever it is, but he has his. Uh, what he understands to be happening to the medical establishment, the health industry in general, pharmaceutical industry, um, in in America certainly, um, and he talks about capture a lot. He talks about regulatory capture. That's, I think, that's been one of his things for for obviously a while since, well, since he uncovered the um, the, the telomere stuff with the mice and, and all this. Um, he still he's he gets so close every time when he talks to these people, and and they're the same. The people he talks to are always the same, apart from. Uh, did I recommend you listen to the one with him and Pierre Corey? Have you listened to that yet? Uh, no. Right, no. so you need to go back and listen to that, because Pierre Corey is much more where we are, shall we is say. He? right. Yeah. Because he's been on a journey. In terms of fall off a cliff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's very polite about it to, to Brett, because they're obviously, they know each other, and he's having this conversation. But it's really fascinating, the speed at which Pierre Corey has gone, and and Brett's still, still going, and he's still resistant to anything other than there's this strange relationship that has developed between industry and government and it's all based on profit and you can you can see how they're incentivized to make money and therefore they're incentivized to make something bad and yada 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 and you can tie all this stuff in but that's as far as he ever 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 gets and it still feels like he thinks there's a magic formula for regulation and for the state and for all this, and I'm, I'm not blaming him. I, you know, again, he's a he's a he's a lefty. Um, he's he's coming at this um, with a particular standpoint of loving democracy and and everything else. Um, but it is interesting that I find myself shouting at a podcast, it's like just just go a bit further, just question, just something, take it to its logical conclusion. Exactly, exactly, and and have a look and see whether or not. The fault isn't the the regulator per se. The fault isn't the corporation influencing the regulator. It's the presence of a single regulator in, you know, in that's been provided and, and held up by the state as being the only source of power in this situation. And so, of course, if that's the only source of power, and you wield it without with impunity, then I'm going to do whatever I can to um, as, a, as the industry. To, to get in and, and seize control of it. 
because it's not like there are lots of different ones. It's not like there's any competition. It's a monopoly, and therefore that's the only place where the power is. And it, even even if they even if they don't do all of that, you know, regulation just makes everyone do the same thing, mm. and they're going to get something wrong. And at that point, everyone's going to get something wrong. Yes, like vaccines. Yes. Even even if they mean well and it's not captured yep. and all that kind of stuff, yep. they're going to screw stuff up and you know, and then and then every yep. you know, and then a certain percentage of the population dies. Well, you again, you're talking we'll get about more. you're talking about any form of monopoly regulation. Yes, yeah. yeah. Again, as you say, it doesn't have to be state; it just has to be a monopoly. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> um, so yeah, it's always interesting hearing him go so far, and I just I live in hope that, that Pierre Corey just pushes him off the cliff. Well, someone like that. Um, that 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 helps him see that um, his beloved government isn't the answer. Uh, In fact, it might be the cause. You uh, you talk about like dropping off a cliff and going on a journey and stuff like with Pierre Corey. That reminds me of my my kind of journey and <laughs> my journey with viruses. Mm. And it was a literal journey because I was going to visit my mate in Dorset, which is about six hours drive away. I, I sent you like three different. And I, I kind of started off the journey believing that I had <laughs> COVID a couple of years ago, and then like halfway through the journey, it's like, oh, okay, HIV doesn't exist. And then like, by the time I got there, I'm like, <laughs> fucking viruses don't exist. <laughs> and it was literally a journey. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, and I'm, I'm like, kind of thinking, how? Oh, wow, that was a because it was it was literally I it's, think five or six hours worth of. Germ warfare. I've, I've said um, before that I think the health rabbit hole, if you can kind of put it all in there, is is one of the most fascinating. It's one of the deepest rabbit holes that there are. HIV is a good place to start. So although it, it will it will be it will upset you. It will. Uh, of course. You know, it was it was properly upsetting. Um, but it it's and again when you. If you get information from these multiple sources, you, you you hear the people talk about HIV and how it relates to Fauci, and then you hear RFK Jr. talk about Fauci and when it relates to HIV. And again, it's like you've got you've got different sets of people there coming at it from completely different angles. You know, one person saying the viruses don't exist, one person saying that it's just you know dodgy dodgy medical people, um, and it, it's all linked. So much of this is linked. I, I feel like doing a, a a Carol Codswallop kind of diagram. Oh yeah. Of uh, everything, everything points to Fauci. Where is she now? <laughs> but it's not even probably that saving one... money to pay pay for Aaron Banks. I imagine because she keeps she keeps losing <laughs> she keeps to him, losing. doesn't she? Yeah. Well, she certainly was. Yeah. But she's lost to him several times, and she keeps claiming it as a win, doesn't she? Even though she had to pay like Hundreds you know for everything and and all his costs and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. Yeah, I'm no fan of his, but he he really makes me laugh in any interaction that mm. publicly that he's ever had about about her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I've got I've got I've got um, I've got another one. This is an, another slight position or definition change. Uh, yeah, not really a not really a change in position, but a change in language. Okay. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to stop talking about myocarditis. Right. Have okay. you been talking about it a lot? Well, we've, we've talked about it as being one of the side effects and how it affects young men and, well, in particular, but you know, yeah. everybody, it's just more visible in young men. The, the data's pretty clear on that. Yeah. Um, I think we're falling into a trap Ooh, by doing tell that. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Okay. Um, is, so, is myocarditis the acceptable face of the vaccine? Yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. So it's, and it, they talk about, 
so we've been talking about myocarditis for a while because it's it's not great um but it's 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 led it's led the cathedral to be able to focus on myocarditis and not what the real issue is so myocarditis is uh, an inflammation of the heart um and pericarditis is the sack around the, the sack isn't it this yep. inflammation of that okay um it's not great but what the the re it's I the think re- that's a slight understatement <laughs> It's the it's the heart damage that's the issue, though. Okay, yes. the permanent permanent heart damage. Okay, yeah. so what what they they don't they're not entirely sure what happens. What they believe is that the body thinks that the heart cells are infected, and the only thing it can do because the heart can't heal itself. It only right? scars. So what it does is it destroys the heart cells and leads you with with scarification. Yeah, um, and and it's like. I guess the analogy, the only analogy I could think about was, for example, if your if your leg gets gangrene, and it's not great to chop your leg off, but it's better than it infecting the rest of your body and you're yes. dying. So yeah. that's it's like it's like the heart's first and, and last only. result. Yes, you know that, that, that it has to do. The only thing it can do is to kill these cells, which is not great, but it's making the worst of a, of a, a bad situation. Okay. So I think I know what you're saying here because there is a condition called myocarditis that already existed it's not like there's this new thing that you only get with vaccines not not quite okay not quite okay, okay. so the, the another analogy would be so myocarditis is the way it's the way we tell that something is wrong yes so let okay you and i could be going for a walk and we're 500 yards away from here or half a mile away yeah and we see some smoke coming from this area, from mm-hmm. your house. And you think, well, hang on a second. You know, that smoke is, is not great. But what it really is, is a signal that something else is wrong. Probably fire. Yes. Your house is probably on fire. Yeah. But then you're walking with a journalist and he says, it's okay, Nick. Smoke is transient. Mm. Right, it's only temporary. Mm. And this is where Michael Malice has a great way of describing the corporate press as being factual but not truthful. Mm. So, yes, the inflammation is transient. In fact, that's one of those words that it just suddenly kind of comes into... Uh, oh, well, that's like infl- inflation. They used it to describe inflation as well. It's yeah. just transient. But it's, it's, one of those, it's one of those words that is used now. Do you remember when, when the, the expenses scandal was and then suddenly yeah. people started using the word redacted? Yeah. Not not hidden, or, or removed, censored, or censored. It's like or redacted. It's like one of the, yeah, just one of those words that comes into comes into being. So transient is that because it makes you sound a little bit sophisticated. It's yeah. not not temporary. <laughs> I don't use the word temporary. Transient. Yeah. Um, so they are right in that myocarditis is transient because eventually the inflammation will go away, but you will have permanent heart damage. Yes. The same way that that's if you waited a few hours. Oh yeah, you're right, Mister Journalist. The, the smoke was indeed transient. But I've got no fucking house. But I've got now. permanent home damage. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got no house. My the smoke has gone yeah. because my house has burned to the ground. Yeah. So yes, the smoke is transient. Doesn't bring your house back. Myocarditis is transient, but you will have permanent heart damage. And I think I, I'm, I'm yeah, I totally with you. Um, I remember hearing uh, Dr. Peter McCulloch talk about the difference between myocarditis that you get from the vaccine and um, any other kind of myocarditis that has ever been kind of documented. And, and of course, he's, he's a doctor. In fact, he's like the preeminent heart doctor of the world. So 
he came at this with a level of expertise. Um, you know, the, the most published heart doctor, I think, or something stupid like that. Um, but he was there describing, you know, the different the different levels involved um, and just how much more extreme it is when you get it when it's vaccine induced. Mm. Um, and I, I suppose that's a term that has been used more vaccine induced myocarditis. But again, the point is, it doesn't say this is super extra ultra extreme myocarditis. It's and the point I was making earlier was. The fact that this thing exists called myocarditis means, oh, we'll just lump it in with that. We'll lump it in with that, even if it's if it's myocarditis times a hundred, it's still myocarditis because we're, we're, it flattens the levels entirely. Mm. Whether you're up here or down here, we're still myocarditis, and it allows you to to do a bit of under the rug sweeping. Yeah, but um, it's, it's still it's still not the real not the real issue. The same agreed. way that the, the smoke in your house is bad, agreed. fire is worse. Agreed. Um, it's the cause, and and and. Well, I, I I think it's a. I'm not sure it's the cause. I don't think inflammation causes. It's the no, other no, way no, around. No, I'm saying the importance is the cause. I'm saying yes, the, the, yeah, the, absolutely. That's what yes. I'm saying, and I'm saying it's not even saying it gives you heart damage because again, I think that can be explained away as it's only mild. Permanent heart damage is how I'm going to be describing it. All heart damage is permanent. Yeah, but you, you need to you need to just. I'm with you. you. You can't just say heart damage because people don't know that all heart damage is permanent. Agreed. Um, which is another reason why it's easier for them to... Oh, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, and to say mild, transient, etc., etc., etc. The issue... Well, the way, the way they, they talk about... They talk about myocarditis being mild, and yet yeah. you can't get a... According to the same people, you can't get a, um, a mild case of the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. It's like and and it's like how they describe cases of myocarditis being rare. Yes, mild and rare. When it's extremely common. Mm. Yet they they wouldn't describe fascists as rare. Or Nazis or, or Nazis. <laughs> but a mild Nazi. You know, but if you, if you think can, can we use can we just use the same scale for this? What constitutes oh, no, rare? But that's right, but that you've you've just highlighted a trait of the cathedral of the of, Oh yeah, of, sure. You know, and it's in, in in the same way that they gaslight and everything else, uh, that's just that's just one of their one of their traits. And again, we reported on this a lot in terms of the numbers, where they would count deaths from COVID in one way, and they'd count um, you know tests in a different way, and yeah. deaths from the vaccine a different way. And if one can amplify and one can de de amplify, there's another word for you. Only now used because of social media, okay, well, and the latest ways of censoring people without censoring them. Deamplify. That's when did you ever use the word deamplify? Now it's just a thing. Yeah, get deamplified. Well, so uh, that reminds me of Gordon Brown with his um, with his budgets and talking about negative growth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he has to yeah has to get the word growth in there. This is this is like, it's, it's still growth. This is just negative growth. Yeah. Going back to the heart damage. Yes, the heart damage is important, but it's also important to know the mechanism of that heart damage which was your body attacked itself yeah because yeah, of the yeah. vaccine yeah. that you got injected with um it led it led your body to believe to kill itself that the, the exactly that the heart specifically was something it should destroy and that that needs a term or that needs to be explained in as many words as we just have um in order to really get that message across. I mean I'm still I'm still hoping that my 
hypothesis or theory, I guess, um, of a, a, a while ago now is wrong in that it's causing damage, damage everywhere. everywhere. But the reason we're seeing it in the heart is because the, heart, the only thing the heart can do is, is kill itself. Yeah. Um, whereas everything else can, can repair to, a, to an extent. Um, you know, if it happened in the liver, you probably wouldn't notice at all unless you had a really particularly bad liver. Yeah. Um, any anywhere else, it would probably you, you know it would be difficult to notice. Mm. Um, but because the heart is irreplaceable, um, you know you'd, you'd see it straight away. Yeah. I genuinely hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I think you're right though. Mm. Myocarditis. It's. It's the it's it's not the only word that's associated with it, but it is, I suppose, top of the list. Which is why you're kind of you think it's falling into a trap. Well, yeah, because it's not. It's again, it's like saying I've got smoke in my house, mm. when actually your house is on fire. Yes, you know, it's, it's it's factual. Yes, there is smoke in your house, but you don't say my house is smoking. So right, and I, I suppose here's the other thing: it's the normalisation of the smoke. Yeah. I was in the office today. Smoke isn't that bad, Nick. I was and it's in, not. I was in the office today, and most of the time someone sticks the radio on in the background. I don't like it, not least of which because every hour you get some, in quotes, news. <laughs> and I really don't want to be exposed to that crap. Um, and I was there right on the hour. Uh, I think it was the night... I, I got there about half eight in the morning. Nine o'clock, there's a, a slightly bigger segment or whatever on whatever radio station they want and they weren't even on the, any BBC channel this was this was something else uh, and there was an in fact no it wasn't the news it was the advert break the news was saying about the NHS and I just d- deliberately ignored it uh, but the ad break was this calm voice telling you what to do if your chest feels tight and it was a whole advert on this could be the start of a heart attack so you better get it checked out. And I thought to myself, you fuckers. So not stop getting vaccinated? No. Well, it's, t- too, it's too late now. Yeah. All these people have got heart damage, Addy, just like you said, okay? And they are in danger. Yeah. They are more at risk of having a heart, heart attack. Um, the, the, guy, um, the guy on germ warfare who talked about the risk factors for heart disease and the number one, basically the number one risk oh, factor you can almost say is, a, is the cause of heart disease, is diabetes. Not sure that that's right now. Not sure that's true today, <laughs> is it? What's the number one risk factor for having a heart attack? I think it depends on your age, but yeah, absolutely. Well, a- age is another risk yeah. factor. Age, gender, sex, uh, and um, and diabetes, whether well, you've got diabetes or not, but... But if you're, if you're old with diabetes and vaccinated... You're a goner. Jeez. You're a goner, but I just think it, that's why it, they had their spike in deaths. It um, uh, it lets if if you just concentrate on myocarditis, it lets the cathedral be factual about myocarditis, mm. and it doesn't sound as bad as if they were being factual about permanent heart damage. Mm. So you just can't forget about that. You know, it's, it's like the, the, you know, you, you, if you if you let them be truthful about the damage that smoke will do to your property, they could be quite factual, but they're forgetting that your house is also burnt down. Yeah. And you, you know, an awful analogy, but your heart's slowly burning down. Yeah. And certainly, what if you kept getting, if you kept getting jabbed? Yeah. Yeah. Not good. No. I've got one more definition for you that I want to revise. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, And this, 
I've been thinking about this for a while, um, and I just keep forgetting to to talk about it. Um, or there's not the right moments in a podcast. I've got a whole bunch of things that I just like jot down or record yes. myself messages with, and I'm just waiting for the right time to slot them into a podcast. And I've got loads, and this sounds like this is one of those things. I used to not write them down and then get really annoyed when I forgot them. So then I used to start writing them down. But now I make a point of not writing them down in order to improve my memory. And I know that sounds really daft, but I repeat them. And, I, and I, I, I've been... I mean, I've had these things in my head now, but I don't forget them because I train, I'm training my brain to try and remember these things um, right. better. I find the act of, if I'm actually physically writing something definitely, down, definitely. that helps me remember. Definitely, even if you throw that piece of paper away. Yes. Precisely. Um, but yeah, I have been hearing more and more people on our side of the, of the arguments, uh, for which there are many, uh, talk about the ills of the deep state. Okay, it's a common, common thing, isn't it, for people to talk about? I think it's probably only people on our side. You don't get the, you don't get the, like the statists <laughs> talking about it. Oh, this wonderful deep state. <laughs> it's only our side. You make a reasonable point. <laughs> um, but there are, it's it's the acceptable way of describing, and it's like I, I kind of saw initially how it meant like the CIA and you know. It's a it's a way of describing the proper the covert element the the in fact the the overtly covert elements of the state. Yeah, everyone knows that they're supposed to be a secret. Everyone knows that the NSA are not allowed to know anything about CIA all that all that stuff in, in and the equivalents over here. Um, known known unknowns. Exactly, exactly. And you're taught and you're again you're educated in the same way that you're told that taxes. Is, is essential, is that you're told that the state can't possibly function, and in fact the country can't possibly function, and you won't be safe unless, unless the clandestine... Unless we keep secrets. Unless, they, unless we keep secrets, and unless the clandestine services exist, and to a certain degree are given a free hand as well. Which, when you say all those things out loud, it sounds well, they're, bizarre. They're, they're answerable to no one. Yes. Uh, but, that's, but prov- that's provable. Yeah. Um, I think I, I think I know where you're getting at here. You think, yeah, um, it's it's a phrase that the most ardent conspiracy realist will use and talk about the deep state. And I do know what they're talking about, but I think we need to stop using the term. Can I can I guess what you're? So I haven't thought about this until just now, but I want to replace the term deep state with the state with state. <laughs> yeah. It's that, it really is that simple. You're letting the rest of the state off the hook when you say deep state. And also, you're not going to have, you're not going to have a state without this little area. You say little. Well, yeah, I guess it's obviously grown, but it starts little. But you, you cannot have a state without generating immediately the deep state. But even even yeah, I guess that's my point. Even with the smallest minicist state, yep. you're gonna have this little pocket of people who are unanswerable yes. and and keep secrets. Um, yes. And it's yeah, it's just yep. it's just part of the state. And and it's it is a um disjointed the right word, but a natural mm. uh, result of the state. And, and of having a state. inevitability. It, inevit- that's the that's a better word. Um, it is the inevitable result of a state, in which case it's not the deep state's fault, it's the state's fault. Yeah, and it, it's it's kind of, 
It's by design. Yes. I mean, it is now. Yeah. I think um, it may not have been in the past. I think I, I can I can charitably accept that some people didn't know how bad it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I've... I'm trying to be as fair as I can to. Oh, this is a good idea. It, class, again, you can you can analyze this. The classic knee jerk reactions to bad things that happen that no one thought about. And all they do is they put something in place, a set of rules and institutions, in order to stop that one bad thing from happening again. But then the next bad thing happens they didn't think about, and they put in another set of rules. And that the, interacts with the, the might, first set. That might be caused by, by that of, thing. of course, and they won't look at that. But you just keep putting layer after layer of these different rules and institutions in place, which then have these incredibly complex interactions to the point where someone has to be in charge of that bit. And they basically just have to say... Just leave it to us. Well, so this is this is almost, and you could you could almost make analogies to vaccines with that as well, because a lot of the time, what they've done is they will vaccinate against something, and then they will check of instances of something. It's like, oh, okay, we've um, we've got no instances or very very few instances of this of X that we're now vaccinating against. Therefore, the vaccines have done a good thing. What they don't check is that that vaccine is causing death by something yes. else. Um, well, so, and and suffering chronic disease. Yeah, but it's okay because we can just create a vaccine for that. Yeah, it's and a it's, vicious circle, and it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse to the point yes. when you've got you vaccinating against everything now, yes. and you you know your hair's falling out. Is that what happened to us? Vaccine induced baldness. It's not you, male pattern baldness anymore. It's no, <laughs> you could pretty much. I mean, I've I've been suffering all evening from um, what I what I think is uh, vaccine induced hay fever. Right, um, because again, the you know the the general feeling now is that you know you, your 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 immune system was stimulated in a very toxic way uh, and made to recognise whatever it was happened to be looking at at that particular point in time. And of course, you know there's there's particles around you and that you ingest all the time. So yeah, I, you know, hay fever didn't used to be a thing. Well, um, I, 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 had, I had hay fever and asthma as a kid, which yeah. were probably vaccine-induced in hindsight. Um, I mean, I wasn't vaccinated much because I had dodgy you reactions. You had an adverse reaction. I was, I was an early, an early anti-vaxxer. You had like an adverse reaction, and then as a result, I, I don't think, think I had as yeah, many Yeah, I don't think you... Yeah, because I, I had my kind of whole arm swelled but you up see, me, didn't it? I wish that we had known more about that that it, it's not like and I'm not blaming our parents here in any way shape or form but had they said to us had they kind of brought us up with you were vaccine injured or or you know you 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 had a bad reaction and therefore you should be careful with pharmaceuticals in general mm-hmm. then I potentially wouldn't have had my kids jabbed um in the first place um well and there weren't there weren't that many vaccines around compared to now certainly because it's sort of been like late 70s well you know, and early 80s for you and compare and compare the UK to the US, and it's yeah. just off the chart. No wonder the chronic disease in the in America is worse than over here. So you talk about um, not liking Britain anymore, mm. um, but actually the vaccine regime in Britain, in comparison, you would you would snap someone's arm off if you had a choice between this one <laughs> and the US. Well, yeah, I mean we're we're kind of we're kind of anti-vaxxers compared to compared to them. That's a it's, that's a bit like the Ricky Gervais atheism. Yes, um, yeah. Gag, isn't you're it? almost as much of an, an anti-vaxxer as yeah. Yeah, you're almost as much of an atheist. 
Yeah. Um, um, but anyway, my point was, I, I had I had hay fever and asthma as a kid. Not terrible. I mean, hay fever was was pretty bad, um, but asthma wasn't terrible. Um, but it did hinder me. Mm. Um, but then I, I I got really really fit. I went to college, did a pre officer training course where I was doing PT for you know hours a week. Uh, where I was just getting beasted into the ground yeah. um, to the point where I, you know, you just, I felt like I was going to die several times a week. You know, literally, like you were pushed and pushed and pushed, and I got rid of them both. Yeah, my lung capacity increased. I was able, you know, after. You're saying you don't suffer from hay fever at all now? No, occasionally I might sneeze if there's like a really high pollen count. But, Interesting. Um, yeah, don't take anything for hay fever at all. Haven't done for several well, years. You know how unique my physiology is um, because antihistamines don't work with me at right. all um, so I have to suffer unfortunately I, I never get it bad enough to even think about it really um, and yeah and the same same with asthma I don't, you know I, I didn't get asthma after after getting a certain amount I remember of level you growing of out of that yeah but I, I th- it was it was too much of a coincidence for it to be um, well, you were also going through maturity at that particular point, so it's a it's a tough one to call. Yeah, but it was like I, I remember having it at the beginning of the course, and then like you know, right. three months in, suddenly it's like okay, it's not affecting me anymore. You just conditioned your body, and I just got I got really fit in that three months, right? Um, and, and and you know kept it going. Kept I wonder going if the, I wonder if the timing was important though. I wonder if if I went through that course right now, whether that would do anything at all, or whether there was something about. Your age at the time, yeah. In terms of your know. body still being, I mean, know, it was still, I guess, elastic. it was still growing. Yeah, exactly, that's what I mean. At that point, yeah, um, it's still developing at that point. So it's probably best to do it while you are still growing and as a kid. But yeah, yeah, get get yourself really, really fucking fit if you can. If you're suffering from these things, to the yeah. point where I was just doing as much as I could. So I couldn't do it as much as, as as other people initially when I was kind of starting the course. Yeah. Um, because I just yeah you know, didn't have the lung capacity and I was like kind of you know like kind of wheezing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but then you just push yourself to the point where you're like dropping down, and then do that again a couple of days later, and then again couple a couple of, of days later. later. <laughs> well, <no. laughs> um, and then and you just get you just get fitter, you just get better. Yeah. Um, to the point where okay, I was I was then running eight miles yeah. fast um, and doing. You know, doing press ups and sit ups and stuff in between, and then coming back and and not being dead. Yeah, um, not being dead is good. Mm. Yeah, um, we were talking about the state, I think. Yes, um, the deep, the deep state. No, no such thing as a deep state. Um, <laughs> I mean, you- that's that's going too far because, as I say, it's not that there aren't the clandestine services that we know about. There, it's you know, it's not that there isn't just the general big secret. Um, I think I think industry. you're right. It's similar to what I just said, and I'm not saying that there's no myocarditis. I'm saying the issue is that permanent heart damage. Yes. And you're saying I'm not saying there's no deep state. We haven't. The we issue have, is the state. We haven't spoken about what the problem with that is. So the problem with that is you're letting the state off the hook. Yes. Okay. And you're saying, oh, if only we could get we rid just of the need, deep we, state. Yeah, if we could get rid of the deep state, then there'll be everything else would be this all of the good democratically stuff. elected. Yeah. You know. Yeah. perfection this panacea that will be that will be amazing exactly um, but no the state breeds the deep state uh, and it's the state's fault and let's just I, I think I, I don't think I'm being overly harsh by saying most of the time with every department it's indistinguishable they all have mm. secrets and they're all doing this these clandestine stuff that they can get away with because they know they can it's the very definition of conspiracy so it's almost all deep state now I see what you're getting at. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, do you know what? Even more so since things like Freedom of Information Acts, 
um, because now what they do is they 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 actively work to make sure that they present certain things and then don't present the rest. Oh, it's a limited um, hangout everywhere, for one want of a better term. It's like the Limited Hangout Act, isn't mm. it? The Freedom of Information Act. Um, and how how much comes under national security? You know, yes. in the how last twenty years, redacted. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all that. It's all that. So yeah, let's not not let the state off the hook, um, because people talk about it, and I, and I think I must have heard someone talking about, it. and it's as Trumpism uh, dismantling the deep state. Um, I mean, it's a start. It is, but it's not. It's not a permanent fix. Not even. Not even close. I mean, it, it it counts as rowing back the state. I'll I'll grant you, and I would like the state to go in that direction, um, but it doesn't deal with the root cause. And it's also, I think, when people say that, they just think of the CIA, yes, maybe the NSA, this kind of stuff. When it's like, yes. no, 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 there are clandestine bits of everything. Like yes. you say, you can you could you could pick a department. Yeah, and ask for you know, and do a freedom of information request, and you won't get everything you want. No, because there'll be certain bits that you just you, know, you can't possibly know about that. No, and again, it's everywhere it is one of those. It's one of those things where, if you were to say, nothing, nothing can be secret in in government, then of course, of course, it would improve our situation dramatically if they weren't able to keep any secrets and if you found out what they were doing there'd be uproar etc 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 so the check on the state would exist if and it's it's impossible i mean it's completely impossible what i'm talking about here is a utopian idea the fact that you that, that you could have a state that was unable to keep secrets because if it did if it if it was unable to keep secrets it wouldn't do as many bad things and i guess that's that's pretty fair to say um but it's impossible. It's they'd, impossible. They'd, there'd be unwritten rules where, you know... It's, it's impossible. Yeah, it's completely unenforceable. It, it's completely unenforceable is one of them, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, state is bad. Yeah. Deep state, no. But it's, I guess with, with the deep state as well, it's because it is only our side using it, it's almost like we're handing them a gift. Yes, it's like, here you go, we're just going to talk if about this little area. If our side invented this term, then, and I wonder whether they did. It's probably... A CIA PSYOP? No, but it's probably <laughs> like your neo, a neocon term or something like that. Yeah. So not really our side. Yeah. Just not yeah, their side. Yeah, it's a neoliberal, isn't it? That's come up with that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Because they're the worst. If you've enjoyed this edition of Sounding Board, make sure you subscribe on your favourite podcast platform and visit soundingboard.com to see all our audio recordings, videos and blogs. We don't want your money, but you can support Sounding Board by giving us a great review and sharing us with the people you know. If you have an idea for a topic of conversation, why not join us in our Telegram channel at t.me forward slash soundingboard. See you next time.